You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We're the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a five-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award. We'd like to thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. Don't wait. Give us a call today. Uh, Dan, you know, Dan jumped from six to first and he really wanted to get a song on. So he jumped it in there. But, uh, so Dan's Beatles song was help and, uh, congratulations, Dan, from going last to first. It's too bad he's not in the studio today, you know, to kind of, you know, give you a shot. Yeah. Did you go from first to last? Nope. No, you no didn't. I did not. Uh, no, Sorry. So you, uh, you've got me mistaken for somebody else. <laughs> well, when we, a little later on, we'll get a little, <laughs> little, little. We'll see where Jamie finished, but his constant second uh, didn't happen this week. No, he did not. So we'll oh. talk about that. Um, we got some sad news today. Yes, uh, our first technician, uh, Harold Harris, who started carrying Grandpa's toolbox and ended up working for forty-three years. For us, uh, passed away earlier this week, and uh, the funeral is this morning at uh, Williams Funeral Home in St. Thomas at 11 a.m., so I will be heading over right after the show, um, but uh, he was a great guy. I still, uh, you know, I and there's two things I always remember is this laugh, because he was always laughing and happy, and to be honest, I never, ever heard him complain about a job, about a customer, about, you know, you really want me to do that? You know, nothing. He just went out and did his job professionally every day. Now, didn't he used to whistle a lot too? Yep. Yeah, he did. He had a good whistle, whistler. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, it was really, and it was 24, he's been retired for 24 years. I couldn't believe that. You know, I just thought it was like yesterday and it was so 1993. He, um, so. he, I started just after he retired and just an FYI, Pete, I am not going to make 43 years. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, probably not happening. Hey, I'm at 39 this year. That's right. You need four more. Yeah. Right. Well, you're you're coming along for the ride. I'm not going to make 43. <laughs> you're going to take over from me and you're going to run the place. As soon as it hits 100, it's yours. Probably okay? not, not going to happen, uh, but yeah. And we should announce, where are you going to be on September 9th? September the 9th, we are going to be on air at location at our store on 3500 White Oak Road. Celebrating our 90th anniversary with a great big customer day. We're going to have a car show. We're going to have street curling. We're going to have mini putt going on. We're going to... Face paint. 
face painting. We're going to have uh, it's so, cooking. So, so we can have our face painted before we go on air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to have breakfast. We're going to have lunch available. And all money will go to uh, a charity, which we're just finalizing what that charity will be. Um, we're going to bring Richard into the show. So if you want to see what Richard is instead of listening to his texts. And what about Dan and Jamie? Are they Dan available? and Jamie are going to be there. We're all going to sit around one round table with one mic, and we'll see who speaks loudest and gets hurt. Wow. Okay. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're So September the 9th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at our Roy Inch and Sons on White Oak, 3500 White Oak Road. Yes. And, uh, South London. Yep. It's going to be a great day to celebrate our 90 years in business. And there's some huge, huge giveaways coming. Huge giveaways. Yeah. We're working on that. Like, unbelievable. Never been done in the history. So you're going to have to be on location to win one of those prizes. That's correct. You're going to have to come online to come to the location to fill out a ballot to have a chance to win prizes worth $10,000. Now, just just for our listeners' sake, you're not cooking, right? No, no. Okay, all right. It's safe then. Yeah, yeah. safe. No, we're uh, we've take we're going to take out a permit and do it all <laughs> properly. The breakfast will be catered in, and then it will be hot dogs and hamburgers oh. barbecued for the afternoon. Okay, so. and who is Nathan barbecuing? No, no. We we we. Have you eaten Nathan's hamburgers and hot dogs? Well, they yeah. The, the last time actually, the last time I had one when we had a little barbecue, Dave was barbecuing, and the uh, talk about char broiled. Yeah. It's giving it a whole new meaning. So we're gonna we're gonna bring someone in to look after that. Or we're gonna bring in a professional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> An expert. Yeah. All right. So Good. uh but it'll be a lot of fun. So September 9th, uh, mark it on your calendar. It will be up on Facebook soon, which you know, by the way, we grew one more. We went from four thirty six to four thirty seven. So how many more weeks till we get to five hundred? That's like a year and a half. Well, you're going to, hopefully we're by, we're at 500 by the time this barbecue happens. Yeah, yeah, we hope so. And we should congratulate one of our employees, uh, Nicole. Father oh, went yes. into the uh, Harness Horse Hall of Fame last night at Western yeah, Mac, Fair. Mac Lilly, yes, congratulations. That's yeah. awesome. So that's congratulations to Mac. And uh, his. my understanding is he might have sold Grandpa Roy Inch his first horse. Is that right? So that's kind of, you know, a big circle that comes back around that we got his granddaughter working for us now. So yeah. that's kind of neat. Those are standard breads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we won't talk about the name you call them, but yes, standard bread. So. <laughs> and I brought in a picture of back in the 80s when we won at Western Fair with Nancy's Betty. So that was kind of a neat thing. Nancy's Bay. That brings back a lot of memories, Pete. Yeah. We should just change the subject now. Well, maybe what we do, remember the phone lines are open, but we're going to go to a break. You can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember 
Well, that's a great song, isn't that, Steve? I'm, I'm going to start to tear up here. Are you? Yep. Yeah, well, that's normally Jamie's spot, but this week it's Peter's spot. Oh. With Hey Jude. And so, little, sorry, Jamie, pushing you down a little bit. We're just, uh, you're too comfortable at number two there. I see. Hey, so I had a, had a friend of mine ask me if we, um, if we ever take on apprentices. Well, we do. And and this is kind of a little sore spot on me, Steve. So nice oh. of you to bring it up today. Okay, you know, sorry. but uh, the challenge you get, and you know, for example, Harold Harris, who was our forty-three-year-old uh, technician, was a journeyman, which means means he has gone through the apprenticeship program, passed, and is now a licensed refrigeration or sheet metal or um, you know person. And when we have a journeyman, you can put an apprentice with a journeyman. Okay. The challenge you have to have is depending, you have to have um, two journeymen to one apprentice or one-to-one ratio, they call them. So the, the challenge is we have right now five apprentices. So if an apprentice came to me and said, I'd like to come on, I don't have enough journeymen Unless the government would change it to one-to-one, and I could probably put on another five apprentices. I see. So, yes, we take on apprentices. It all depends when, if we have enough journeymen for that. So we just did some hiring. We just hired some new people. So we did hire two refrigeration technicians. So I will most likely be able to add one more apprentice on that program. But it is a journeyman to apprentice ratio. Right. So it all depends when you're coming on. Once my five apprentices go through, now I can add those five on, like replace those five, plus add two more so I could put seven uh, on. I see. So, yes, we do do apprentices, but we, we got to check the ratio. And so we have some people who are working for us that are in line to get on the apprenticeship program. Uh, once we get the other five through, so then who do you who who fights on behalf of you to try and change that that law for so to try and make it a one to one ratio? I wish I knew the person who could really fight on it. It ends up us making phone calls. We would hope HRAI is is doing it uh, for us, um, but a lot of it is independent contractors just talking their dislike of the system and how they need to change and it. And going to your, what, is it provincial or is it federal? Uh, it's provincial, and it's right now it's the College of Trade, um, which is who's got to change the ratios. Uh, and normally they will have a look at it every three or four years. Uh, but the challenge, I think, is it should be looked at every year. Well, just to reflect to see how many... What, what, what's coming into the trade, right? Right. We have, you know, all the people retiring and, you know, so we need an influx, but we can't put people on apprenticeships because of the ratios. Well, yeah, because if you had a whole bunch of journeymen retire, then your, your ratio is going to go out of whack. Right. I see. So it, it becomes a challenge. And I mean, we would have two or three coming up and I'd say the next 10 years that are going to retire. Well, now that reduces how many, uh, apprentices I can take on. Okay. And what about, uh, what about high school students? Do we, are we, uh, what do we do with them? Yeah. The challenge with that, when we did window air, which I was a great department, right? You know, who was in charge of the window air department, Steve? It's, you were. Uh, it was a wonderful department. Until you dropped one out the window. <laughs> yeah, well, we can talk about that <laughs> later. But the, uh, 
you know, that was, we were put a lot of people through that high school or university would go through that. And then a lot of them are working in our industry now. Some right. of them are even running companies in uh, London. In London, yes. You know, so it's kind of neat to see they started in the window air department and now they're running a company. But um, unfortunately, now that we no longer do window airs, um, everything we do requires you to have a license. So it becomes very difficult for us to hire um, high school students unless we're hiring them internally for the parts department or for the office. But what about like, what about co-op programs then for high schools? Co-op programs, we allow them to ride. Right. Okay. But they can't work on anything. Right. Can't touch it. They can ride, learn what goes on, understand if this is an industry they want to get involved in. We do that all the time. We even do that with people who are just thinking about it. I'll say, well, you know what? Ride with one of my guys for a day to really see what's involved to make sure it's the right choice for you. Right. So. Okay, good. Well, hope that answers your friend's questions there, Steve. It does. Uh, Hopefully he's listening. Yeah. Now, we had a a customer call in, uh, Julie, that said, uh, I have a ductless split in my home. Um, Do I have to have regular maintenance on this? Now, you might want to explain what a ductless split is first. So a ductless split is um, an air conditioner or um, we refer to them as heat pumps these days, but what it is is there's a outdoor condensing unit like your normal air conditioner has outside. And then uh, instead of it going to your furnace, it goes to like an individual fan unit, which sits on a wall inside your house. Um, they, they make wall mount ones, they make floor mounted ones, they make all different types, but really it's, it's a way to deliver a lot of cooling when you don't have any ductwork in the house, which is why they call it a ductless split. So uh, we do it sunrooms, people with hot water heat, people with electric baseboard heat. We do all those things with ductless splits. And do, and they, do they need maintenance? Absolutely. Yes. Um, there's a, they run absolutely silent, but in order to make a fan unit run silent, it's a very, uh, detailed, balanced fan unit that if it gets dirty and gets a little bit out of whack, um, you can really cause a lot of permanent damage to it. So it's important that you make sure that a professional comes out and looks at it and makes it clean. It'll last you a long time then. Now, we got a, uh, an email that came in for Kathy, and it has two questions. One, we talk about it a lot, so I'm going to kind of reverse these. I'm okay. going to ask you the second question first. Okay. Um, do I have to run a dehumidifier when my air conditioner is on? Well, that really depends on your house. I've, and in some homes, I, if, the, if, you're, if you're, the reason you'd run a dehumidifier mostly in the summertime is your, your air conditioner is keeping things cool upstairs, but maybe the basement is isolated and it gets damp down there. And it, and it will get damp down there. Unless you can take some air out of the basement with a cold air return or something, you're probably always going to have to run that dehumidifier downstairs. If you make it, if you incorporate it into your existing system by putting some some return airs in there, the chance of you using a dehumidifier would greatly be reduced, but every house is individual. It's hard to say whether or not you'd need it, but the first thing I would do would be put some cold air returns down there to try and uh, use get that air circulating through the house. So if you're replacing your furnace or air, right, and you have uh, us coming in or a company coming in, 
If you talk to them about that, they should give you a recommendation of putting in a couple of return airs down there, maybe even a supply if you needed it. Yeah, we do it all the time. We 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 assess those needs, and if if you were if I see the dehumidifier downstairs, I'm going to talk to you about it because I'm going to ask you if if you're running that all the time, and if you are, then there are there are better ways because then you can just run your central layer instead of running two different products, right? Right. Yes. And then the her first question that I'm asking second ah, okay. says, do I have to turn on turn my HRV off in the summer if I have air conditioning? Uh, well, HRV is what they call heat recovery ventilation. So if it if you're using it for heat recovery and then I would shut it off. If it's connected to all your bathroom fans and everything like that, you're not gonna be able to turn it off. It's meant to run all year round. But if it's if it's just been installed just to deal with moisture issues in the summer in the winter time, uh, it's not going to help you in the summer. You're going to want to shut it off. Right, and now the challenge where you may have is this time of year. Right, you know it it can bring in a little fresh air, mm-hmm. uh, but when you're getting into that hot, humid weather, it shouldn't be on whatsoever at that point. That's right. So with me, who doesn't like to open windows, um, I can have leave my HRV on for a little bit until we start getting to warm weather, which from the note from the office is coming next week. But also in your case, someone who doesn't open up their house because of your allergies, we would take into consideration your HRV maybe running all summer long and we would size your air conditioner accordingly because for, but that's why we, that's why we sit down and have a conversation with you to figure out what's going on in your house. So if you're if you're an allergy sufferer and your your house needs still needs ventilation air, but you don't want to bring all the all that stuff in, then you know we're going to talk to you about when we size the air conditioner. We're going to size it with that HRV in mind, having it operating just so we can factor in the humidity that's coming in, so we can counterbalance that. And that's why it's important. You know, it isn't just come in and sell you a furnace and air. It's important to sit down and have a discussion with you at the table, kitchen table about how you like to live your, your life in your home. Well, that's right. We, we just, we provide options for you and, uh, allow you to pick what makes sense to you. That's, okay. that's important. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we got Carol on the phone and we will talk to her right after the break. But remember the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Well, that was a nice song, short, sweet, all you need is love. That's right, Peter. That was, all the world needs today is a little more love. Well, that was picked by Steve, and I think 
Carol's on the line to give us a little love today. Carol, go ahead. I was just going to say that. I was just going to give you a little bit of love today because uh, I had the pleasure, starting with you, of course, and then Steve, especially who sold me my furnace a few years ago. But I had the pleasure of having three of your men out this week to do some work. Uh, Chris came on one day and he did the maintenance on my air conditioner, 20-year-old air conditioner that had never been serviced, found nothing wrong, but he explained everything so well and was so friendly. He changed the uh, filter on my furnace. He showed me why I needed a new water heater, and he even changed the batteries in my thermostat because I'm always afraid of taking the front off and breaking it. Then the next day, the two guys, Dan and Colin, came out to put in the uh, water heater, and they were as fabulous as well. They they worked really well together. They were laughing the whole time. They did a superb job, and I just want to thank you and your staff. I would just recommend you anytime. Thank you, Carol. Thanks, Carol. We appreciate that very very much. I mean, we work hard to make sure that's your experience all the time, and it's really, really nice to hear that. Well, I mean every word of it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Well, that was that song. Just kind of, did you, you must have known that Carol was going to call in I, today, and you put that song in there. Yeah, because that's I'm I'm that smart, Peter. Yeah, you didn't want to finish first again. <laughs> we put you in third place. Is that how that worked? <laughs> so where's where's that leave Jamie? Oh, listen. oh yeah, well, yeah, Jamie. If you're listening, boy, you better call in and and uh, give Peter a little bit of chirping. We'll, we'll get to Jamie a little later. Maybe okay. next year, next week's show. I might see. Get to that. Wow. But, Okay. Um, Jeffrey sent in an email, said, my air conditioner appears to be slightly out of level. Uh, could that create a problem? Uh, absolutely. It's, uh, your air conditioner should be level, so it should be nice and flat. Um, we spend a lot of time putting bases down, making sure that they won't you know, move, but it is a mechanical device. It does have some vibration to it, and sometimes over the time it, it will have a bit of a, a tilt to it. And it's important that you get that looked after. So, uh, but you have to be careful. I don't suggest that you just get in there with a shovel and crank it up because if you kink the line at all, then you're going to have worse problems because your air conditioner is probably not going to work. So uh, have us come out, do a maintenance on it, check it, and we'll level it for you. Now, Steve, we always get people saying, why are you more money than the next guy? So what do we do when you sell an air conditioner to make sure that doesn't happen? Well, they'll, th- th- we have to redo the base entirely. So whatever's there, we, we, we remove it, all of it. And then they'll dig a new hole or like a, well, they'll dig it out and make sure that that original spot that they prepared is level. And then we'll put some P-stone down. And we do use P-stone because it acts, it acts like a kind of a shock absorber. It will, it'll, it's easy to level at that point in time. Then we put a stone down on top of that and then the air conditioner on the stone. And then we also will probably use a bit of a cork tape or something sticky, which the bottom of the air conditioner will stick to the stone so it stops it from rotating. Right. And then that all the gravel and everything allow for that movement of the ground from being frozen to unfrozen and so forth. But doesn't, uh, if it's topsoil or whatever, it starts sinking. Right. Uh, and then you get it uneven. But with ours, that will stay pretty even for 15, 20 years. Yes. So we spend a lot of time on that, but people say, well, that's not a big deal. But to come out and level an air conditioner can be as low as $99, but it can be as high as 500 Now, one of my customers just uh, recently 
we were taking their air conditioner off their wall bracket because he was feeling vibration then through the wall, which happens, and he wanted it on the ground. Unfortunately, the the slope of his ground on the side of his house was quite, you know, had a, had a pretty good incline. So then what we do there is we go and we pick up some uh, landscaping stones, we re-level the base, we put some landscaping stones around it, gravel it, stone it, and put it on. And it looks awesome. Yep. I saw the happy call picture. Yes. And it, and it looked really good. The guys did it. And I think that was Sean and Matt did that? Yes, they did. They yeah. did a great job. They sure so, did. So, But that, you know, that's the kind of care we take so that you don't have any issues. You know my feelings on brackets. Well... Uh, our, all our feelings on brackets are the same. The, the reason the the reason the wall bracket even exists is so that the builder doesn't have to go back and re-level that air conditioner for the next five years when when it's on a new house. Right, and and you know the guy that installs the furnace and air doesn't get paid till the air is put in, and the last thing to get done on a house is the landscaping around the house. So then they would put the air conditioner in, so they would wait a long time to get paid. But if I put it on brackets, Steve, I can do it the same time I put in the furnace mm-hmm. and I get paid right away. So the brackets kind of came out of new home construction was the start of it. Yes. And, you know, then it was great. I can cut the grass underneath it and it's okay when it's brand new, but as it gets older and the bearings are starting to go and the fan gets out of balance, like you say, the vib- vibration now goes from the air conditioner to the brackets, to the foundation, to the house. And you get a lot of people who are complaining about that. Right. So so we would prefer never to put them on brackets. If someone says, I want it on brackets, we will do it. But my recommendation is never on brackets, always on the ground. So, so thanks, Jeffrey, for that. We appreciate the call in. And we had one from Joanne that wanted to know what brands of water tanks do we sell? Our most common brands, well, if we're dealing with tanks, uh, we typically use the Ream water heater. So, um, Ream makes water heater. They make tank and tankless. So we sell Ream tank and Ream tankless, but we also sell Renai tankless as well. And, uh, now the difference between a tank and a tankless, why would someone say, I want to get rid of my tank and put in a tankless? Well, there's a bunch of reasons. Uh, efficiency is one. So your tanked water heater is anywhere from, is it roughly 65% efficient. So that's not really a great efficiency number to today's standards, where a tankless water heater is 95 to 96% efficient. So right there, you you get a you know a 30% fuel savings on just the two products. The second one of the second reasons is is your water heater, your tank, is designed to keep water hot 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you've got a storage vessel of 50 gallons or 40 gallons or whatever the size your tank is, 24-7, ready for you to turn on the hot water. So that's great. I've got water available for me at any point in time. The problem is, is people on average use about 30 minutes of hot water per day. So if there's only two people in the house, you're heating water for 24 hours for only one hour of use. So on the upside, tankless is designed to heat what you use. So you want to use 30 minutes of hot water, that's all you're paying for, 30 minutes of hot water. Cause, and then once you turn the hot water tap on, it starts. Once you turn the hot water tap off, it stops. So the benefit is you're not heating water for no reason, just as a storage vessel, and you just heat what you use. 
So I hope that helps, Joanne, with your question. And maybe this next one, and Alex, it says, do you install air purifiers? Purifiers is, is, is a funny name to me. I always think they should be air cleaners because we're not purifying. We're not putting in stuff into the air to make it smell nice. Oh, but we do purify. Oh, we do, oh. do we? All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hear what you got to say about that. We, well, a purification is a, is a specific term. So um, when you think of water purification, Peter, what do you think of? Are you thinking? UV. Ultraviolet. So ultraviolet is very popular in heating and air conditioning now in forced air systems. So we do purify, but purification, that's all it does. It, it's a UV. It purifies the air. It doesn't filter anything. It, it will take care of any bacterial, any viral, and sometimes in, in the, they have something called PCO technology, which will take care of odors as well. So that ultraviolet can do all three things, but it does not filter. So you still need a filter to catch the, the pollens, the, the spores, the, the dander, the dust mites. You still need a filter to catch all that stuff. So we do clean and purify. Okay. All right. Guess uh, <laughs> you know a little more than I do today. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Alex, for that question. We're going to take a quick break, but we want to make sure that you remember the phone lines are open. So give us a call, 519-643-2222 and 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Well, there's Jamie. He finally uh, showed up on the list, number four. So That's a great song. I, I didn't even hear the Beatles in there, did you? It's My Guitar Gently Weeps. It's <laughs> a, a great song. Oh, this is a great song. Guitar song. So if you play the guitar, it's a great song. No, it's a great Beatles song. I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't You've even know. You've never heard that I song? I have not heard that song. And have you listened to it now? No. I did I, it, oh it, my goodness! It came Peter. in one higher than what I voted. So for. So you it. didn't listen to it. <laughs> I, I did. thought then. See, I'm a little concerned at what's going on here because, in order for you to vote correctly, you need to listen to all the songs, right? Yes, I did. Like, but you didn't. You didn't. Obviously, you said you just. You just said on on, I, on air. You didn't listen to this I, song. I listened to five seconds, <laughs> and I went, "You're number four. You're number five. Oh so, my goodness, yeah. Jamie! Did you hear that? Well, we better get right to the phones here before okay. there's. All right, <laughs> we're gonna go. Bees on the phone. Go ahead with your question. Yeah, um, I have a well, and the water is excellent. It's hard, so my family suggested. Um, that I put in a water softener, which I did do. But now, do I drink that water softened, softened water? You can, yep. There's no problem with that. Now, do you know if the water softener was put, let's say, ahead of everything in the house? 
So the water comes out of the well, goes through the softener, and then... Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it is okay to drink? It is. Yep. No problem whatsoever there? Because I've been uh, buying water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, there, there's no need. Uh, you definitely can drink that with no... Well, isn't that salt that's in there? There, there is that softens it. It may taste different than the well, water. Actually, it doesn't taste different. They, they don't. The salt's not there to. They don't add salt to the water. Be it actually, it's it's used to remove the the hardness and the ions out of, out of the water. So, you're, you're not going to taste any salt. Oh right, right. Okay. okay. So it's perfectly safe to drink it. Yes. Yep. I see. Have, have, but you did. You have tried it. You have. You did taste it. I tried it, and there's no taste. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I, I didn't like the fact that there was salt in it. Well, the, the salt's just in the just in the tank. It's not it's not put oh, into the water. It's not in the water. No. no. Oh. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're okay. welcome. Thank Bye. you. Bye. And we're going to head uh, right to the call, and we have uh, Glenn on the line. Glenn, go ahead with your question. Well, I I have a question about uh, duct cleaning for a furnace. I, uh, one of your technicians was here yesterday to do maintenance on my air conditioning unit, and he mentioned that there is some kind of asbestos in my ducts, and you guys wouldn't do, wouldn't do duct cleaning on that. Right. That's the first time anybody's ever mentioned it. You've been coming to my house, I think, for 29 years. So what is it that I look for? What is this asbestos thing? Uh, if it if people have been coming to your home and haven't noticed it, it's probably in where the registers are. So if you take a register off, you will see, I'll call it like duct tape, but it will be a white tape that will have fabric going through it. Uh, and that is asbestos. And what happens during the duct cleaning process we are shaking the ducks and moving the ducks and, and banging them uh, with our skipper balls and our predators to get rid of all the dirt. When we do that, if there is asbestos tape, then the asbestos fibers become airborne. And when they become airborne, that's when they become dangerous. Okay. So you're looking really for the tape. Sometimes it will be on joints in the basement, like yep. on, on round pipes that's going to each of those registers. Um, but normally, if nobody's seen it, um, and we have it, you know, I'll even say Steve's gone out to a home, sold a duct cleaning with a new furnace, and then when the duct cleaner takes those registers off, that's when it's spotted because it wasn't anywhere in the open where we could see it. It was hid behind all the registers. So I would think that's most likely where it is. Okay. Okay. Well, they they do, Glenn. They do have. Um, there are some abatement companies you can look at in the city, and they can safely remove that for you if it's something that is is bothering. Because some people don't want uh, any asbestos in their house whatsoever. But so, if you look in the yellow pages, there are some companies that can come in and give you a, at least a cost on removing that if it if if it so be you know if that's what you're looking for as well. Okay, thank okay. you. You're welcome. Th thanks, Glenn. And that's something we deal with daily. We're, Every day. You know, we had an asbestos uh, yesterday that we had to stop a job because there was asbestos. And, you know, when I was doing it, 
we were pulling out by our hands and throwing it out. We weren't aware of the danger. Now we're all aware of when that becomes airborne and you breathe it in and it gets into your lungs, it stays in your lungs. Uh, you know, masks and that aren't the protection that we think they are. Uh, the easiest way is you don't touch it. Right. If you're going to touch it, you need somebody professional to do it and to get it removed. Absolutely. So. Now, tomorrow's a very important day. It's Mother's Day. So I want to say happy Mother's Day to my mom, uh, you know, who has been in a big part of my life and a big part of our company. We've been had, you know, worked there for a lot of years before uh, dad and her retired. But we want to thank them for sure and uh, appreciate uh, what they've done. Uh, the uh, your mom, my mom. Yes, I'll I'll be going to see her tomorrow. Yes. So, you know, say hello and uh, you know give her a hug for me, Steve, because you uh, we called her caused a little trouble for her, me and you. You caused my mother trouble, <laughs> not me. I was a good child. I was just following you. <laughs> You, my mom used to say, are that Steve Gilbert boy? That's right. You just stay away from that Gilbert boy because he is bad news. I didn't listen. Look where we are now. Look at us. Yes. Thick as thieves. Um, And, you know, I also want to say, you know, the the guy upstairs getting a pretty good technician coming up there today after uh, Harold Harris, uh, who worked for us for 43 years. I'll be heading over to the funeral at Williams in St. Thomas, but... uh, him and Cliff up there, they're going to be able to fix anything that's going on. So, Mike Cliff, be... Cliff will sell it. <laughs> yeah. Harold will fix it. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, to the Harris family, we're thinking of you, and uh, you know, uh, we're going to miss Harold because he was a big part of Roy Inch and Sons over the years. So, um, we did have a question that came in. Said, "Do you sell parts for furnaces at your store?" And that's kind of a two-part thing. It is a two-part thing. Because there's a bunch of parts we can't sell. Right. Um, we we can, uh, there's some stuff that we can sell over the counter, uh, filters, humidifier pads. Uh, but when it comes to actual furnace parts and pieces for a furnace, unless you're going to come in and uh, show us your, your gas license, I can't. I can't let it go across the counter. So I'll sell it to someone who's got a valid G2 or G1 license. Uh, but if you don't have that, uh, we can't let it go to you. Yeah. And it, and you know, there was years there where we could, we had a disclaimer on our invoice that said you had to have a licensed gas technician, fire it up. And, you know, you can do anything in your home, but you have to have a licensed person turn it on. We just felt the risk was too high selling parts, um, on furnaces and that, and not knowing whether they were installed correctly. So uh, we stopped. I mean, we do sell filters and we do sell humidifier pads and, and a humidifier solenoid. But once you get into the furnace, we, we stop at that point. Right. And so. if, if, we, if we let an electrical component go over the counter, uh, once, once that electrical component goes over the counter, it cannot, it cannot come back to us because once that box is open and you've, let's say you take a capacitor for an air conditioner, if you pick the wrong capacitor, you put the leads on, it's not working, we can't take it back. Yeah. Exactly. So So, so I'm just going to say it's probably less expensive just to have us come out and do it for you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, next week, we thought we better announce this one early because it's kind of a Richard finished in last place. Maybe that's why he never texted in today because he he didn't, he didn't want. He did. He just, he texted just to say, um, for, uh, for B, 
Uh, the salt is used to clean the filter bed during the regeneration cycle, then flush it out at the end of the cycle. So it does not go into the water. Right. Yeah. So Richard has picked songs for movie endings for the next week's theme for the song. Oh, but nice. the song has to be at the end of the movie, not a song in the movie. But when the credits are playing, the song has to be playing. So good luck on that, Steve. Boy, and there's a lot of rules. There was a lot of rules. I thought it was pretty tough there. But uh, so when uh, And I heard you cheated. Uh, we'll get to that next okay. week. All right. You can uh, listen to the podcast of the show at uh, RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button at the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.